0: this, a nice attorney fancast. I'm Stephanie, the power of emotionally manipulating your daughter. I'm Michelle, spider fingers.
1: <laughs> and I'm Kevin, a withered old man who is secretly very jacked. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Stephanie.
2: Kevin's from the Dr. Gamestime podcast. Come back, possibly one of the few people who's ever second
0: appeared guested on our <laughs> program. <laughs> it's not like all the other ones are in a trunk, carefully configured like a puzzle. <laughs> no, that's not. shh. shh. Kevin, I'm caught up on your
2: podcast. Good. I've noticed some things. Yes. That are very familiar. Let me see a few. Let's run through them and see where they came from. So you're keeping listener suggestions in on paper in a real thing that you shake every time now for audible reasons.
1: Uh, correct.
2: Um, and you're also doing nicknames appropriate to the game you're discussing at the start of the podcast. That
1: is also Correct.
2: You're also spending a lot of time talking about how nobody listens to your shitty podcast on your podcast.
1: Michelle, I feel like I'm on trial here.
2: (laughs) What do you know about Ace Attorney? (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, I played all the video games. That's about it.
2: Yeah, okay. So I'm saying it. Stephanie... This isn't a trick question for Kevin. It's not a trick question for you either, because you know the answer to it. Are we a good podcast? Oh, no. (laughs) Are we, like, if we were actors, you know, there's, like, A-lists and then B-lists, and we're, like... D or low Yeah yeah or right. so, so
0: like Z maybe So like you know When you're like You think of theater companies You think of like You know screen theaters And then you think of Like Broadway theaters And then you think of Like local theaters And then you think of Independent theaters And then you think about My theater company That is on hiatus For the last year Right yeah Um. And then they don't pay Any of their employees And we'll let them quit
2: Yeah that's us That's us Yeah okay So Kevin why are you Stealing shit from Better podcasts <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
2: really all I'm saying
1: but I, but I don't know other podcasters to steal from.
2: Well, the nickname thing we rightfully stole from Jordan Jesse Go. So That's a real podcast. That I no longer listen to. So, I mean, it's just like, I feel like in that part in Princess Bride where it's the game of wits and Vizini is sitting with a knife to the throat of uh, of Buttercup. Buttercup and the man in black runs up and he goes. You're trying to steal what I have rightfully stolen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, guilty.
2: All right, but no apologies. Yep. <laughs> All right. G- gavel, gavel. Trial's over.
1: I guess <laughs> no. done. paying oh, <laughs> you- him
2: for his crimes. You-, you wanted me to apologize? No.
1: You're funny. the one who told me to do it. <laughs>
0: And here's where the twist is. To steal shit from my podcast.
1: That's right. It was your idea. Oh, no. And is it even stealing if you gave it to me?
0: It's not stealing if it was given with permission, but my permission was not consented in this. (laughs) This is technically... I'm trying uh, to remember
2: the part where I was like, hell yeah, do nicknames. (laughs) Because nicknames are the weakest part of our podcast, and they take the most amount of time to prepare.
0: (laughs) At this point, Yeah.
2: No, we're not mad. I just thought I would come put you on blast a little bit. <laughs>
1: I feel blasted.
0: Okay. <laughs> but not with flavor. Welcome
2: back. This is why no one comes multiple. With- <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, if you like, I can remove the nicknames. No, no,
2: it's fine. It's fine. It's If anything, it's like as we slowly die from lack of things to talk about, it's just you're absorbing like a Dementor. You're sucking, <laughs> you're sucking the soul out of this podcast, so I'll... 100 or whatever listeners we have left can know that there's somewhere that they can go and it'll feel very familiar. <laughs> but not too familiar. Which is something uh... we've stolen many times. Well, I mean, we also stole our how we do...
0: They chopped our flight back, though.
2: They chopped our flight back. How we do the song, how we do our music at the end, we, we were directly chomped. stole from a bim-bam. However, they don't do that anymore, so we look
0: unique. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's podcast structure 101. <laughs> yep.
1: Pirates stealing from pirates.
2: So maybe I, let's, instead of just me putting you on blast, let's put it into the villain sphere. Because that's what we're talking about today.
0: <laughs>
2: There's a good evil laugh.
0: All right, starting strong.
2: So, so we're talking, we don't have news. End of news segment. So <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Stephanie's top five list of villains in the Ace Attorney universe. Correct. Run um, us through them again.
0: Boy, oh boy! Can I remember things from a month ago? Surely yes. <laughs> or
2: are we just starting from scratch? We'll reel the top five from now. Well, thing. I
0: believe I got like the strong one, right? We believe I believe Garon's a top, Gantz top, Manfred's a top, um, and uh, his face appeared before my eyes, and then I blinked. <laughs> what does De- it look like? Yeah, describe him. Well, no, then I like it. Then it disappeared. <laughs> Christoph Gavin. Uh Christoph Gavin was a contender. Garan, oh, because it wasn't a he, it was a she, it was Morgan was also a top Morgan. contender. Okay, so that's your Gant, Manfred, Morgan. Garon. Garon is what you have for your poor. Correct. And then Kristoff, Morgan is, Morgan is if- iffy for me, but Kristoff uh, is also a top contender, but I am also, I have room to, to wiggle and remove or swap. Okay. All, all manners of odd movement. No one, no one had any input on this, which is fine. It's over the holidays. <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay. And
1: I've got input.
0: And Kevin's here for input right.
2: for all of y'all. <laughs> What's your input, Kevin?
1: Well, so I I noticed a lack of Dahlia on that list.
0: Yes, I also thought Dahlia why? should go on the list. Dahlia, so for me, I have a lot of contempt for Dahlia. So it's mostly just like, Ugh, you're annoying and I hate you. So I think she falls off my radar. Is why she is though a pretty good contender.
1: So, uh, she's uh, uh, good at villainy, but not likable in any way.
0: I think she's, I it? don't know if she's that good at villainy. Cause oh, like, you're right. Okay. Manfred's not likable. He's not. <laughs> so. he, he's, but he's more present, I think. Like, he's more like an overlooming force you're aware of, so you're yeah. opposing him. Where Dolly kind of sneaks in and is like, whoop, hey, everybody.
1: Well, so I That's I think, drama. I think that, well, Manfred's not likable as a human being. I think he's likable as a character in terms of, like... Uh, when he does stuff, I'm like, oh, that's on karma. He tased me in the evidence room. That's audacious. Yeah. Right. And that, that's, that's great character stuff. And that, I, I guess I understand Dahlia is more like.
0: I made you eat a necklace.
2: <laughs> Let me hold the phone She's for a... a second. Like, that was bumbled. I'll give you this. I'll give you the Dahlia kind of bumbled the Phoenix situation. But there was a reason for it. But let's back up a little bit for sure. Terry Falls. Oh, yeah. 14 years old. This girl mm-hmm. coerces an adult man into thinking that they're in a relationship in order to defraud her own father and then murders him and then aces it. Like aces it so hard that nobody catches her.
0: Where does she go? I like, don't know.
2: In, into like, hiding, no, I guess. No, like she just
0: goes into hiding. Right She's in. got
2: money. So like <laughs> she does whatever the fuck she wants. Her sister eventually figures it out. But instead of confronting Dahlia, her sister confronts the convict.
1: I mean, try talking to Dahlia. It doesn't work.
2: True. I mean I would I also so. like to
0: point out her sister her sister's a nun who figured it out. So no, 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 no. S- like
2: I mean I mean the sister who died. Oh, the dead sister. The oh. dead oh, yeah.
0: sister. The cop sister.
2: And she dies too. Well that was a stage she was trying to stage it as like a kidnapping, right? With the right the adult man in a relationship with her
0: who she convinces to pretend kidnap her who so, then goes to prison for this. So I'm going to say convincing an adult man that he's in love with a teenager is not super um I, evil, I guess, in terms of, like, it's not hard because there's a lot of adult men who are in love with teenagers and that's upsetting I mean, real it's not, reasons. whether it's
2: not hard and whether it's not evil or different. I guess. <laughs> it's
0: not hard. So I guess, I guess i it is evil. I'm going to say it's not, Noteworthily hard as it is to try to do some other stuff. But that's why I like. I'm not saying Dahlia isn't. doesn't have room for these contenders, but Dahlia was just, I guess, not on my radar. But like. I do think Dahlia probably is more evil than Morgan Fay. Morgan Fay's fucked up, but (laughs) I don't know if. Her mastermindery is as good as Dahlia's. What I
2: was kind of thinking about this morning, because that, that's the amount of prep I did for this <laughs> podcast, is uh, is like the people who I think are really evil, evil in the Ace Attorney series is um, the people who do damage to people they care about. Like their own families or their own like uh, significant others and stuff like that. So like, for example... Manfred's fucked up like we are all sure that Manfred is in this top five because Manfred takes on a child and raises that child to adulthood (laughs) and then decides to fuck him you know like like, or like under the guise of I'm gonna kill this kid like like, I'm gonna ruin (laughs) this kid's life like every day it's like here's your dinner Miles oh I'm gonna fuck you up later right (laughs) that's that level of like
1: well that's already after killing his dad
2: right yes a hundred percent. So, like, it's, like, him emotionally traumatizing this child is, like, what kind of pushes him towards the, like, real real messed up bad zone,
0: right? Right.
2: And so, like, Dahlia and also uh, Morgan both have that because they're directly attacking their own family members, people that they're pretending to date. Like, Morgan is, is trying to directly... Kill Maya or get her thrown in prison forever because she wants Pearl to be on the the
0: seat. So the reason I think that that like I agree with your, what you're saying, but like I think Morgan never cared about Maya, so it's kind of a non like a non issue that they're family for her. Like that other than she's in her way. Like she's never cared about anyone but Pearl, so she's got a weird, demented like yeah. But neither Manfred never I fucking see. cared about Miles Edgeworth.
1: Yeah, but like.
0: Because he, he adopted him to manipulate him from the beginning, where Morgan had a baby because she had a baby and then wanted that baby to succeed and was like, oh, there are obstacles and I must kill them. So but Morgan does is far more fucked up.
1: Like, Morgan has a coherent motivation because she's devoted to making Pearl's life as good as possible by making Maya's as worse as possible. Right. Uh, right. Uh, right. Where, where Manfred's villainy is almost entirely... Due to one tiny petty incident, spiraling into like a <laughs> lifetime Which of shit.
0: Honestly, is on par with Kristoff. The only problem with Kristoff was we never ever learned what the fuck he was after. This is true. Yeah, he, he completely black Cyclops us out. We never learn what the fuck that was. Although about. we
2: do know, like in in some sense, that his he hated um Zach Grammaray, and Phoenix because he was going to defend Zach, and then Phoenix beat Zach in a poker game, and Zach was like, you're my lawyer. Instead, like, throw <laughs> that right. guy out, because he didn't know how to play poker. So, like, is it back to petty bullshit town yet? Like, it is definitely uh, not a legitimate reason. Although we sit there, we think that the Black Cyclops are, like, deeper, mm-hmm. because that is also not, like, why do you hate Phoenix? That comes down to, why did you poison Vera Brett or Vera... um misham Misham, why did you poison vera misham for 10 years via (laughs) nail polish and he goes i don't have a good answer go 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 go." (laughs) and then we never find out what it is why did you hire drew misham to paint all of apollo's cases and then paint over them with
0: forgeries
2: we'll never know
0: (laughs) no and i don't like and so like that's like that villainy hinges on like the fact that we don't know like it could be really bad reasons and then he falls into the Bobby Fulbright you didn't land my villainy puzzle like you didn't land the villainy test because you're you you just missed the mark but we have no mark for him to land on so that's why he's like so like I feel like you're real fucked man you poisoned the small (laughs) child you hired all these forgeries you your your reasons come down to losing a poker game it seems like that's pretty fucked just for your benefit Kevin um uh, Shelly the Killer doesn't make this list because he is not a villain. He is class. <laughs> <laughs> he is he, is, he is yeah. a respectable bit of profession, even if you disagree with him. <laughs> <That's> what we <laughs> determine.
1: I mean, he is uh, immensely principled, that's for sure.
0: Exactly. He's got class. He gets respect. He is not a villain. <laughs> he, is, he, is, he is a person to look up to, even if his job is questionable.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm, there are times where he even uh, comes up as like mildly protagonistic in the like Miles Edward games.
2: Yeah. I don't I know. Mean, I don't know
1: if those count for all of this.
2: Look, if they made a Shelly the Killer game, I'd play it. Like that's
0: true. <laughs> it's true.
1: So I get it. I get why he's not on the list and I wouldn't have even brought it up. Yeah, just just but,
0: just to reiterate for people listening, but also just so you know, we did talk about that last time. He is he is too exemplary of a of a human <laughs> to, yeah, <laughs> to do this. So, yeah.
1: on the subject of, like, the Edgeworth games, if those mm. count for all this...
0: They do count. We haven't played the second one because there was not a local localization game for us. Yeah. But, like, if you have evidence to bring anything up, by all means.
1: Well, I mean, the second one, uh, at this point, like, I'm not going to try and convince you of anything you haven't, like, played for yourself. I do think the, the villain in the second game is very strong.
0: Is that the judge lady?
1: No. Okay. Or someone else. But... I also don't want to spoil it for you since you haven't played it yet.
2: We, we probably will get around to it, hopefully this year. Yeah, this year I
0: think we're going to do some lowdowns.
1: But for for now, I'll consider uh, Edgeworth 2 off-limits. But as far as Edgeworth 1, how do you feel about Callisto Yu?
0: Um,
2: I, I find she's whimsical. See? She's whimsical. <laughs> My thought with Callisto is so everything she does is out of self-preservation. Like, it's not necessarily m- m- malicious intent. It is all self-preservatory like she's like trying to hide her identity so she doesn't go to prison being the yagadarasu and then um with k like she just that one could identify me you know what i mean
1: but she is still part of the whole smuggling scheme and is like still actively participating in crime and villainy
2: yeah i guess that's true
1: like i i don't think it is entirely self-preservation because she does like live that life of like a perma- of like a permanent spy assassin,
0: whimsy. Whimsy. <laughs>
1: whimsy. No. whimsy. I mean, it's also
2: a question of like so like.
1: Well, yeah. So w- to it- use
2: John Wick as an example. All right. If you're not allowed to leave the life, does continuing in the life make you do like? Is it self-preservation to continue
0: living the life if you're not allowed to leave the life?
1: So I guess this is going to bring me to like, what are the qualifications for this list? It's
0: a good <laughs> question. We didn't actually have them, but it was just like, what makes you the like the baddest of the bad? Like, what makes you a true villain?
1: Okay, so like all the way morally decrepit, that sort of thing.
0: Possibly, like we didn't actually come up with a firm definition mm. because, like, who fits the, who fits morally decrepit? Manfred, Garon, yeah. and, um, and Gantt. Gant. My top three are those. Who is number one of those three? I have not yet answered. I, I haven't actually put numbers to them, but yeah. those those are my top three.
1: Cause I, I like my personal take on this is that like the truly baddest people do bad for like seemingly good reason. And so like you don't have to be uh Manfred von Karma's level of just like arbitrarily dickish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I mean you can you can seem like, you have really good intentions, but are actually burning the entire forest down. Yes.
2: I mean, I think that is true in most fiction and uh, maybe to some extent in this game, but also we, like, sort of something we've been hitting on the past few episodes is, like, Ace Attorney doesn't try to necessarily make morally complex synthetic villains. No. Because no. they like to have that, that terrible cartoon character at the end. And for the most part, we like we like the, we like the cartoon good, yeah. character at the end because it feels good to defeat them. And when they have tried to make sympathetic, sort of like morally complex villains, it doesn't necessarily always stick the landing. Like the Phantom, right? Um, the Phantom, they tried really hard to make you like try and sympathize with like uh, he doesn't even know who he is anymore because he's so deep in the life, and really you're just like fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> But if you can think of people in Ace Attorney who do bad thinking that they're doing good, is it just
0: though you? I don't think she's thinking she's doing good. But I think she is like preserving herself while continuing to live the life. Well,
2: originally, the Yada, Yadagarasu, they did think they were doing good. Because mm-hmm. they were call- sending calling cards to like corrupt businesses. And they were using their positions as the cops, the defense, and the prosecution to
0: take them down. That's true. So does she still think she's doing good? I don't... Probably. She's in hiding. I don't know, is she? I mean, I, I think for
1: sure by the by the events of that game, she has slipped off of having done good. Like For I, sure.
0: And I think she knows that. I think she definitely knows that she's not doing good anymore. Bad was trying to do good still.
1: <laughs>
0: Ironically. Yeah. Ironically to his name, Detective Bad was definitely still trying to do good.
1: But... I understand how, like, that's also not as viscerally satisfying, like, when you defeat someone who's uh, not just...
0: Like, one of our top uh, def- defendants, or, like, the, one of the top, like, murderers like, that end up for us is, like, DeVasquez, who killed in self-defense, and, like, we like her a lot. We ended up finding her, like, guilty, even though she gets her own trial after, the, after that case, because that's how Ace attorney do... But, like we still really like her and it didn't feel good to put her in jail so like or like to give her her own trial but we think she'll be okay because it wasn't straight murder right? Her that's fair. Was murdered.
2: and I guess the times that Ace Attorney does delve into the like somebody doing bad because they think they're doing good is like Godot like Caliastegui mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't um, strike a chord as much as Godot did because there was so much build up for him uh, you know committing murder and feeling like he was doing the right thing at the time or it being a mistake to have actually committed the murder, but him kind of not caring and then proceeding to beat himself up for not caring about how he didn't feel bad about it. (laughs) Um, And they do kind of go into that. And I feel like they go into that more. There's more time dedicated to Godot and his... Motivations, I suppose, than there is to Callias W.
1: That's fair. And I guess maybe Godot is emblematic of why, when you're talking about the baddest of the bad, you mean people who are like really truly bad. Because right. Godot is like not even a villain.
0: He's, he's, yeah, he's an antagonist.
1: Yeah. Who, he, who has clearly done bad.
0: Right. And he's definitely done... He done did bad. And the, yeah. <laughs> is in that unique position to be he, an antagonist
2: from the perspective of he is a prosecutor and he's working against us. But he's also done did bad and is a murderer. Yes. Like, we don't get that very often. Because um, the prosecutors are all our friends in the end.
1: Okay, so if I'm going to switch around like uh, Mad Engard.
2: Okay. Mad Engard is really fucked. Uh, I agree with that. But also... I guess that's the question. So that's kind of what my question is, is like, is it worse to do harm to people that you know and spend time with? I won't won't say care about necessarily, but like people that you are connected to and are aware of, or is it worse to do harm to complete and total strangers that you, maybe you have power over? Like what's, what's objectively worse? Because Stephanie, you're saying if you don't have a reason, it's worse. Mad on guard wanted someone killed because that person was stealing
0: his fame. Yes. So he falls, he falls into like, it's bad when the reason's so petty that it sets you off on something. Like clearly you were waiting for a reason to become this unhinged. Like Manfred, Manfred losing a case. Right. Um, Christoph losing a poker game, mad on guard, losing his fame to some other guy and his girlfriend that about, he didn't even like. About a samurai show. <laughs> about a samurai show, stealing your ninja show. Like, Yeah, that's pretty fucked, and that's pretty unhinged, and I don't, like, to answer your question, it's like one of those, like, it depends, right, does it, like, if you, if you, like, hurt a bunch of people you don't know, that's pretty fucked, but what's the reason you're hurting, like, what's your reason, I guess, it comes down to your reasons for me, because if you hurt, like, if you emotionally manipulate your daughter and try to kill her cousin because you want her to take over, you have reasons and they're fucked, but if you also are like, I don't like that guy because he stole my fame and I'm going to kill him and everything he loves, which are a bunch of innocent people, and like essentially end up kid- kidnapping Maya, someone who is an innocent person in the situation. Well, I'll say
2: kidnapping Maya was a part of a desperate scramble to get away with it. Like, <laughs> I, you can judge him for it, but it wasn't part of the plan. You know what uh, I mean? Like, yeah. Whereas Manfred, literally everything that happened was a was part planned. of the plan, except for Phoenix
0: and then Tom Parrot. I guess between that, then, like, if we're putting it, like, with those kind of views, then Dolly is way fucking more evil than Matt on guard, like, in terms of lists. Because Dahlia kind of has a scramble to get away with some shit, and her scramble comes out much more calculated than Matt's does. Although Matt hires a classy villain to do it, where <laughs> Dahlia does not.
1: Um, which, admittedly, was the dumbest idea that Matt had.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like Matt was not a very smart person. No. In general.
1: But I mean the thing—the thing for me with Dahlia is also the fact that she is a vengeful ghost. Like her, her spectralness is a major component of why uh, she strikes me as a dangerous problem because she she's dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, no- nothing will stop her. Uh. Yeah, I mean she's so fucking evil she wouldn't stay dead. Is a is a pretty good is a pretty good uh, point in that favor, right?
1: Cause like nobody else has accomplished that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So okay, I th- I mean, unless you have any more cases for any other villains you would like to throw. I at got me. T- I
2: got two other things though. All right, okay. let me do one because it's quick, and then we'll do my other one at the end because I think it'll be a big discussion topic. I think okay. it might oh be. Boy. I think it might fuck Stephanie up much like magic being real. So- Wait, what? <laughs> magic is real.
0: Um, so.
2: I don't know if you guys remember the Waki Kitaki case from Apollo Justice, but the Waki's fiance, Alita yeah. Talia, I think was her name. Alita. Alita Tiala? Tiala. Yeah. Alita Tiala. Absolutely fucked. Does not get enough credit. Let's take a step here for a second. So All Waki right. gets shot. Pre-Apollo pre, pre Apollo Justice, Waki gets shot. He goes to...
0: The medical the, clinic?
2: Yeah, no. No. Dr. Mercat. He goes oh. to eldune's noodles. Eldun. <laughs> you're right. You're right. He goes to Dr. eldune's noodles clinic and they can't take the bullet out. She's the nurse and then eldune is the doctor and they cannot take the, the bullet out. So they lie to him so they don't get murdered by the mob. Right? So they say, yep, we got that bullet out, baby. And and eldune is so ashamed he quits being a doctor and starts a noodle stand. All right. He's fine. Her, however, uh, Alina decides he's gonna die any fucking minute from this bullet. I'm gonna get engaged to him and steal all of his money. I don't know how this was gonna work because his parents are still alive, but okay. <laughs> and bakers. <laughs> like, yeah, what? I'm gonna get married to him to steal all his money. And then she's doing this. She's play, playing as his fiance. And then she decides it's not going fast enough. So, <laughs> so she tells him the truth about the bullet. And he gets so mad, he's gonna go murder El Dune, and she's hiding in the noodle cart, and she tries to off walkie there and then. She's so tired of waiting for his ass to die that <laughs> she decides she's gonna murder him, and then accidentally shoots somebody else like a fuck. <laughs> now, now th- everything goes comically wrong. But let's focus on those parts. Yeah,
0: your plan was bad.
2: Every step of that plan
0: was bad.
2: Right. But also, like, we have two examples of you, you failed in your your medical duties, your Hippocratic Oath. We have two examples of what to do in that you can quit your job and become a noodle man, or you can decide <laughs> to date the patient, which is already a little fucked, until such time that they die and you can steal their money, because you know the truth is that they have a bullet lodged in you. And you didn't Google that real quick, because otherwise you would have found man for von Karma, who lived with a bullet in him for 17 years. <laughs>
0: And was fine He could have kept living with that bullet And he was as healthy as an ox (laughs) Um, Take away that the fact that this plan is so bad You don't get to qualify as a villain for me Because you're (laughs) dumb as rocks And nothing of this made sense The intentions there Are pretty, pretty top villain Of like Yes, gonna embezzle money Not taking fast enough Shoot some fucks, let's do this Like Ran rat out somebody who's in hiding and then shoot the guy as he's trying to shoot him. Like, that's pretty bad. It's just not bad but enough. But not bad
2: enough. So in that case, I think that it's definitely something to be said about our judgment, or at least your list from yeah. your perspective, is that doing harm to strangers is worse. For you because that's doing that's directly like it was a stranger and then you spent literally every day with them and you're engaged to them and you had to pretend to have a romance with them. And yeah. then you tried to shoot them and you're like, that's fucking stupid. So I think
0: I think it for, for me, from what we've we've sussed out is it's it's worse to I think it's worse to emotionally manipulate long con people. And to- this was not a long con because she couldn't make it a long con. <laughs> she did it for years. It was just taking too long.
2: It was multiple years, but she also had a date, Waki, Kitaki. Why was she
0: complaining? He's a G. <laughs> I wouldn't date, Waki, you can't make me.
1: Uh, it seems like there, is there a component of, like, attitude to all this? Where, like, Alita doesn't get on the radar just because she doesn't, she doesn't have that presence?
0: She ha- Well, she has that- very little presence. She's, she's a little rat, and I know she's a little rat. So, like... <laughs> I think that that does factor in. Like, there's nothing cool, calm, and collected. I think there is a, le- there's a level of you have to be this cool, calm, collected big bad, you know, to, like... Okay. that That is satisfying to break. For Ace Attorney, specifically. Because, like, breaking the lead is like, yeah, fucking take it, bitch. <laughs> Where, like, breaking Garon is, yeah, fuck you, bitch! Yeah! Slam! Touchdown!
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess for... Like, I mean... The reason why Gant is so scary is the attitude, almost completely. Like, he he absolutely does harm to many people, including children, but they're all people that he doesn't really care about, but it's probably because he has no emotional capacity to care about people.
0: Yeah. There's just, like, everything about Gant, specifically, is just very, like... Doesn't care, has motives, will kill anyone to reach his motives, and will manipulate anyone to reach his motives, and will kidnap children in order to reach his motives, and hold them, like, as collateral. It's fucked.
1: Is Gant more dangerous than all the other villains?
2: So I think Garon is actually okay, more that's dangerous a good point. than all the other villains. But if she is a special case because she runs a country, and also, like, <laughs> stole her sister's children, and, you know doesn't care about her husband and is keeping her sister prisoner. And that's all the like emotionally connected things. If you take it back a step, she has made life terrible for all of her citizens.
0: But I think Gant has the capacity, like, before we bust his ass, had definitely had the most capacity to do the most harm.
2: But that was also because he's in a position of power that sure. most of the other
0: ones don't have. Like, Manfred
2: can't equal that capacity, even though he tries, because he's not yeah. the chief of police.
1: But that, but that's part of it. Like, their position yeah. of power is part of what makes them so, so nasty as villains. Yeah. Garan especially. Like, Garan, if she wasn't the queen of a country, couldn't accomplish very much.
0: Right. Right. And she kind of like, wormed her way. She, she succeeded in a way that Morgan Fay can't. Garan wormed her way back to, to become the ruler of a country. That's a good point. Where Morgan is just trying to fit her daughter into this slot. Even though there is a person standing there, so she's going to keep <laughs> smacking that person until her daughter fits in this slot. Yeah, it's true. So, like, I would say, ultimately, Morgan's one trick pony thing, even though it's very convoluted and involves secret letters and trying to off people and making it s- and staging some, some crazy shit, ultimately doesn't, like, I think make her as evil as Garon because Garon doesn't try to just slam one peg in a hole she finds different ways to achieve her villainy
2: she also did murder
0: somebody she that, did that yeah. all happened before she went to prison like after she went to prison she also did murder a random dude <laughs> like a customer yeah. actually <laughs> she did yeah that's like part of it like she did all of this shit so i guess she did try several things but she kept just trying to achieve it by like, pearl must sit here yeah instead of like let's emotionally manipulate maya and like Take over the mother role. Like, there were other ways to achieve her goal, and she decided none of them were good. (laughs) This is true. Um, Where Garon found many ways to achieve her goal, (laughs) I would say. Um, Which is why I think Garan sits just higher than Morgan, not saying, like, once again, not to diminish, Morgan is a bad person.
1: (laughs) Well, because Morgan's, like, so much more personal. especially true,
0: because of all that family shit.
1: Yeah, and of course, because it's about the main characters. And Garan couldn't give two shits about all of you.
0: <laughs> it's true.
1: Up and up until you get into her business. It's true. And, I mean, part part of Garan is, of course, like, just because trying to take her down inside of her own system is, a, like, a losing prospect from the beginning. And, like, frankly, an absurd thing to have done.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, we did bad. And that's why we get a lot of guns pointed at us. <laughs> Lots of guns. I'm surprised it even worked, honestly. Yeah.
1: Really scraped it out there.
0: We really scraped it out, but, you know, I knew it would be fine because it's earned. turn.
1: <laughs> what if it wasn't, though?
0: <laughs> well, then we wouldn't have... We- this podcast would definitely have ended. <laughs> <laughs> if that last game ended with Phoenix Wright gets shot in the face, I'm like, all right, fam, packing up this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is good run. Phoenix is done. Just like the planner's peanut. <laughs> Stupid. Okay.
1: Let's see. Did I have anybody else? Because, um, like, I, I don't want to throw Alba in because he's mostly just frustrating.
0: Yeah,
2: he's he's yeah. the baddest of the bad in terms of you and your time. <laughs> 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 it's a bad um, use of time.
1: Because, like, yeah, I got nope. I got nothing to say about your top three. Those are all pretty solid stuff.
2: While Kevin is is looking at his list. Um, so, is Morgan on your list or is Christoph on your list? Who is that? If 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 Dahlia makes it on the list because she's a messed up, who makes that clutch fifth
0: spot? Is it Christoph or is it uh is it Morgan? I think I end up have to table Kristoff because we just don't know enough.
1: Like he doesn't get to get away with being mysterious instead <laughs> of instead of having a story.
0: Yeah, I think I think like in terms of like me having to determine his villainy, I think that I kinda have to just like table him. Because He's sitting he's There's s- no way he has a good reason at this point though.
2: Like I mean if your if your marker is arbitrary reason versus having a an understandable, relatable, although misguided reason, yeah. Morgan is misguided reason and Kristoff is I lost a poker
0: game. Yeah. And I think like all of, from what we know of Kristoff and Clavier's relationship and how sad but functional chris Clavier uh, Clavier is um, I think it is not that relationship. I think the only, like, answer Kristoff could give me in terms of the definitions that I've come to today would have to be related to his brother, and none of it seems to be related to his brother. No,
2: like, that's the thing, is he does not, he does harm to his brother, but that's not his, it's, our. it's incidental. It's incidental. And he does it's... not, it's not the goal for him to do harm to his brother. Although I... he did want his brother
0: to abuse his position to get him out of prison. Yes. And that was hard for his brother. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. He's so sad. I think Morgan, Morgan gets the, the fifth slot. Dahlia and Morgan get four and five. Or, you know, Philo's like, make the top five. Unless Kevin can, can mm-hmm. kick her out. Yeah. Kick her out. I think Kelly, like, I think, you know, on the honorable mentions, Kelly's to you really does, does make one. Um, I think she's got some, it's just like, we don't spend enough time with her motives and her mm-hmm. as a character. Cause she's in hiding the whole time. So it's, Hard to keep her on the radar. I think the moral is we could make 10 different versions of this list with different criteria. (laughs) Right. But if we're just going bad, bad guys, I do right now feel like Gantt kind of gets that number one. He can do them. He does the most harm to the most people he can. I feel like Garon does the most harm to the most people she can. That's why that's I'm like, I'm trying between those two here because like they're- And people she can't
2: since so she lit Joe Justice on fire. Oh, that's true. Like for fun. <laughs> like I, there wasn't really a reason for that. She was trying to get Dirk to do something. Like she, that was leverage. Yeah. Because like, they liked a band. <laughs> <laughs> they liked a band and so she lit that band on fire.
0: <laughs> And does not raise the baby then? <laughs> Kicks that baby to the curb. Wait, does Magnifique make this list? Hold on. Magnifique. so, no.
2: like, we can, that's a different list, I <laughs> yeah, think.
0: Yeah, it is. So I was thinking about kicking babies to the side, and Magnafeet <laughs> right. also wins that award. How many children can Magnifique disown? <laughs> And still, and still this the will be truth. like the
2: thing I want to. I'll on my discussion topic for later. We can start a new list, and Magnifique <laughs> would definitely be on the top of this list that's coming up.
0: All right, now let's let's in terms of this, like ranking the ranking the top bad. Let's talk about the way they break because I think that kind of like in terms of like as a character, how do you break? Right? So Garon gets backed into a corner. She makes law after law after law after law, and then she's backed into a corner. And then she, like, tries to use power she doesn't have and basically fries her brain. Right.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, she breaks because she is too proud to admit that she can't do something. Right. Even though she literally knows she can't because she's spent her whole life
0: not beef. Creating
2: her power structure so that she never <laughs> has to do
0: it herself because she knows she can't. Right. When Manfred breaks, Manfred bashes his head against a wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... And we'll walk out. And we we'll, does does he? Well, okay. In the movie, he walks out with his head held pro, head held high, but not in, not the, in game. the game. He's kind of a broken man, but he's still angry. Yeah. Remind me how Gant breaks. Gant is
2: electrocuted by the power of his. I don't know, but yeah, basically he like turns into lightning. Yeah, it, yeah like,
0: it, like it erupts out
1: of his eyes. Yeah. But then, like, but he ends by just, like, clapping like a maniac.
0: Yeah. Where he's
1: just so delighted by what you've done, which is terrifying. (laughs) Right, yeah.
2: you beat him in his own game and he thinks that's great. Which,
1: admittedly, if we're talking about, like, what is the most, like, terrifying and villainous, that's that. Because Garan like, losing her shit is perfectly in line with how villains go down in Ace Attorney, but Mm -hmm. Gant is an exception to this.
0: Yeah, which is kind of why he's still, like, I think he might still top my one, is, like, he, there is no remorse, there is no backing down. Same for Manfred, kind of. Manfred's a little more broken, but I, I think Manfred hits three, and I think it's between Garon and Gant. I still think Garon does definitely kill a band for no reason, but I think Gant would do that if he had enough. If he ran a country, maybe and is, if he had more power, he would. It is really interesting, though, is that Garon
2: gets a whole game, and then Gant gets one case, and he does this much, and he does and, this much like, damage, or at least he he makes don't. this much impression yeah. as a villain in one case,
0: where everyone else we've listed has multiple games. So are, I guess
2: the shit I gave Kallus to you was um un- as was uh. Misguided, Because they can do that in one case. But it was like a bonus that they did a game's worth of work for that one case. They so. did.
0: they did. It was a well-done case, and that's why it ends up staying so note- noteworthy. But I think if Gant had... Because Gant had ambitions and powers to continue to rise the police force further. And Garon was able to do it with the country. And I think if Gant had more time, he would have probably achieved more. So I think for mine... Gant's probably number one, Garn's number two, like a close two, but she's two. Manfred's three, and then between Dahlia and Morgan, Dahlia's definitely a four, and, and Morgan gets five. Because I think Morgan could have done more different, but everything she did was still fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> Where Dahlia did attack, like, did different methods to her villainy. She did try different things, and she succeeded. Yeah,
2: and Dahlia did more manipulating than... Morgan. You wanted Morgan to do more manipulating, and she didn't. Mm -hmm.
0: Dahlia did actually do all that manipulating. Yeah, so I think that's my top five baddest of the bad villains. But feel free to disagree, or say yours or three it. You know, you don't have to have five.
1: Just gonna throw Darian Crescent out there (laughs) for framing a child. (laughs) What a bad thing to do. He's a bad
0: dude. Like, he's a shit dude, though. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's absolutely... Hey, you're a scumbag? If I have a list of scumbags, he's in my scumbag list. (laughs) Scumbag list is a good place
2: for him. Because he's also, he was also doing it out of money. Because we talked about him a little when we were talking about who's the most sympathetic villain. Mm. Um, And he just was doing it for the money. He wasn't like, it's really uh, bad that... That our country won't let this cure to this incurable disease in. He wasn't doing it out of any moral fiber whatsoever. He wanted some money, and he was friends with the attorney general whose child fell ill. So he's like, "Fuck it,
0: like money, 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 money." <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. He probably he doesn't have like enough class to rise to this level of villainy. No. You seen
0: his hair? No, there's no <laughs> class in that pump.
2: Swings
1: it around like a bat.
0: Which is also why Red White's not on this list. Probably, nah. He's. He's just a villain we're all too familiar with. If I'm gonna be That's real, true. Yeah. the villainy of America.
1: <laughs> I mean, I figure Red White. He's like not. He's like not smart. Like I don't know. Like what he did was very personal to you, and also still very petty. But not.
2: But like, like the underlying things that Red did, the thing that Neo was trying to bust him for is is corruption. Basically. That's true Like the underlying thing That he did was He fostered his connections In politics To attain great wealth And power And that's what Stephanie means When she says It feels too real And familiar
1: <laughs> Yeah it's not fun Villainy
0: No There's no whimsy
2: In this No <laughs> But he sparkles And he's, he talks dumb <laughs> And he really likes gold Hey it's really too It's all too real Oh
1: No <laughs>
0: And that's why when you watch the anime in Japanese, you want to be more mad about how bad he sounds, but you can't. No, you can't.
2: Uh, so let's talk about what I was thinking about. Yeah, I'm a
0: little worried to hear what you're thinking about.
2: So when I was thinking about, like, our villain, like, villains in the scheme of people who do great harm to people that they care about mm-hmm. without really caring about the ramifications. Um, one person floated to the top, and that's Misty Faye. Hmm. Mm. Missy Faye abandons her two children when they're very young, Mm -hmm. out of shame, out of, you live in a secluded community and you left the secluded community and you got really embarrassed and then you just decided to fuck off and you fucked off for 20 years and then you come back and you decide to channel a a person who is like actively homicidal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. With nothing, like, I know you don't want Pearl to do it, but you channeled somebody actively homicidal with no, no safeguards to, like, put on some handcuffs or something, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, tie yourself to a, like, a, you're gonna turn into a werewolf tonight, what do you do? You take precautions, you right. know what I mean?
0: <laughs> Mist, Misty kind of falls in this, like, Kristoff, like, what the fuck were you thinking and I'll never get to know problem? Yeah. Misty, like, Misty, you're embarrassed. You've dishonored your entire community as the head because you channeled a lie, essentially. Like, that's what you're embarrassed. You've been shamed. And so, like, if you're super Japanese, which I assume is the, the the tone that, that you're supposed to understand. Right. The dishonor is so, and the shame is so great, you must step down and disappear to preserve your children and your culture. She didn't step down. She didn't, but she didn't step down. She just fucking disappeared out of shame. Yeah. Did
2: you get amnesia? And then, like, wrote some children's books. She's, instead of raising her own children,
0: she spent 15 years writing children's books. What if those children's books were supposed to be secret keys to her children, but they never fucking saw them? <laughs> yeah, well, you should know that because your kids live in a sheltered ass community. And you left them with your evil sister.
2: Yeah, you're si- so, and it's, like, well known that, uh, branch families try and take over. The main family, right? Maybe
0: you didn't know your sister was as big of a fuck.
2: You didn't know this sister was, but you know that one of these conspiring people (laughs) is gonna come for your children. And you didn't do anything. Like, I mean, like, no. She didn't actively murder anybody. But she did go into, like, like, she did. I can't think of any more harm done to the entire series of Ace Attorney. Besides Misty, the reason the entire series happens is Mist there's the trauma that Misty did to numerous people.
0: This is this is pretty on par with Garon, honestly, because <laughs> like, Garon goes way to hurt a lot of people. But go on, Kevin.
1: But like mi- mi- most of Misty's damage was done through inaction, though, right? Which is not I like while still incredibly damaging. it's not like as villainous as purposefully doing harm
2: i mean it's not as it's it is not as villainous like gant right villainy right we're not in that cartoon character villainous zone but it is absolutely just the statement you have run away from your children who have no other parent um that's like a real world you're a disaster person (laughs) and actively harmful like you you if, if you sit down, like, we'll never know about Misty, but if right. Misty is like, Oh, I thought about you every day. It's like, yeah, you fucking did, but you didn't come back. <laughs> every day you thought about us, but you didn't come back. Every day you saw children at your, like, little writer signings for your best-selling books and you didn't come back.
1: So I think I, I would, I would draw a line here, though, between villainy and just being a bad person.
2: I guess so. Well, where, and that's-
1: Where, where, like, she would win the award for bad person, but like, so let's like, come back be, to Magnifique. But because because there's no whimsy to oh, we're it. Talking, only sadness. Are we making
0: the, we're making a list of who's the who's the bad dad. Who's the bad dad? Well, we've done, <laughs> we've done bad dad list before, but Misty just didn't even. Well, she like, wasn't a dad, so right? We, she make our list, but she.
2: But I think you're right. Like I mean, top of the list for bad people. But let's compare Misty and Magnifique, right? Because okay. we're like mangafee's a big, huge douche, right? Kicks out babies that he doesn't want <laughs> to be raised in his presence hmm Similar. <laughs> <laughs> and and like, you know, fires Robert Downey Jr.'s son, but nobody cares right Condon, who cares about that? But also, like, the thing that is the most fucked up about Maggie Fee is when he's dying in a hospital bed and he tells both of his apprentices to come shoot him in the head. <laughs> 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 if you come shoot me in the head, you get the magic tricks, right? Uh-huh. And both of them come in and neither of them shoot him in the head, and so he shoots himself in the head. <laughs> like, that's a pretty fucked up... And then they're on the hook for his murder, right? That's a pretty fucked up thing you did.
0: But... And with full malicious intent
2: with full malicious intent, the only thing that Misty didn't have was full malicious intent, but when she channeled Dahlia, she did have a conversation with Godot that was like, "Hey, I'm gonna channel Dahlia, and you may have to kill her. My eldest daughter's boyfriend, I know she's dead, but still <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm gonna definitely cause you immense trauma because I'm gonna have you take care of this situation." Also, her daughter was in the, in the building at the time and she didn't talk to her. Yeah. I'm One sure. of those daughters that she abandoned. Yeah. She wasn't like, Oh my God, Maya, I missed you so much. I thought <laughs> about you every day. She was like, bye.
0: Now we give a lot of shit to, talk to, um. Thalassa Grammaray about being a bad mom. Right, yeah, But she's not as bad as Morgan. No,
2: well, turns out, yeah, turns out Misty was, like, leagues away from... I can't believe this. Nobody ever told me about this, or I didn't realize it until now. Misty Faye's the worst fucking mom, like, in all of Ace Attorney.
0: We give Thalassa so much shit, but she's like, I see you, you're doing good. Not gonna write you a note, but we'll send you some flowers. Not gonna tell you you got a brother. I
2: will still give Kalas a shit though, because when her dad said you can't keep that ugly baby, she was like, sure enough, boom. You know, like. I mean, that got retconned since she thought the baby was dead in a fire. Like, got retconned. Yeah. Which I guess it's more forgivable when your, when your granddad was like, you can't keep that husband. I don't like Jove justice. And she left and then that died in a fire. And she was like, dad, can I come
0: back to the magic? And he was like, okay. Mm." But where's that baby? They won't, they won't find him for me. (laughs) They won't let me come in and look. Yeah. Good. You got magic to do.
2: Right. Yeah. So we can still give her shit. But yeah, it's incidental shit. If she did indeed think her baby had died in a fire, uh, I'll I'll give her a little bit of
0: credit. But she knows he's not dead in a fire now.
2: Oh, yeah. No, now it's completely unacceptable that she's continuing to withhold this information. But
1: I think she's just waiting for his backstory to change again.
2: Yeah. She's like, is he really my baby? I don't know. I'm gonna wait 20
0: minutes. He might not be anymore. Which like fine. She like, you know, she's "Quote unquote," waiting for the right time to tell them. What was Misty's fucking excuse? <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, it's
2: like cultural shame, but like I can't relate to that, and I don't know if I should be trying harder to relate to that. Well, the
0: thing is, it's gone too far, right? Like, there's cultural shame. You essentially what she was done is left her children and kills herself. That's what cultural shame in Japan dictates that should have happened in this situation. That wouldn't have been better, though. It would have essentially ultimately. No, it would have ended the same, but, like, a lot of their childhood would have been the same up until the point where no one could stop Dahlia, because Dahlia would have then been channeled by Pearl, and then...
1: Although, uh, by the rules of Ace Attorney, if she were a ghost, she'd be easier to get a hold of.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: Also, like, why didn't you take your children and run away in shame, then? Like, if you really had that much shame, they were, like, six and three.
0: Like, they they were were very young. Um. My guess, my guess, which is, this is a lot of, like, wishful thinking, I would say, is she left out of shame and then was gonna come back and then something happened. And we don't get to know what the something happened ever gets to be. But I have to, like, I, I feel like I'm left to assume she left and either had some sort of memory loss or some sort of, like, dark market kind of underdealings where she couldn't go back to her because she would put her children in further danger. And so she started writing these children's books to sustain herself under a pseudonym because she needs fucking money somehow. And I guess she could draw good enough and this is what happened. But, like, there that's a lot of ifs and buts and yeah, candy and nuts. Like, I can't actually put all this backstory that doesn't exist into more... Morgan, or Misty. Misty.
2: Well, that's the thing is, like, because she disappeared, but also some people in the Korean channeling technique did know that she was the master and she was still training. Like, she was still practicing. Because, like, Bikini knew that she was the master. Yeah, because she has the seal. Yeah, and Iris. So, like, assuming... She went to that, like, satellite monastery Mm -hmm. and, like, was like, hello, everyone, I'm the master and I'm here to continue practicing the art. And everyone was like, oh, and they didn't just tell, like... None of them, I get you can't put her on blast because she's the, like,
0: the master. The
2: master of your channeling technique, but then one of her kids shows up, I'd absolutely be like, hey, (laughs) your mom's
0: here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, I think, did we, I think we had to break, like, Cyclox to learn that that was a master seal to figure it out because Bikini didn't want to tell us.
2: You had to break. You had to use the master seal to break Bikini because she didn't want to tell you that the master was here. Yes, but you figure out that that's the master seal mm-hmm. back from Pearl because Pearl threw gravy at uh, right. at a picture of the master. Maya was so young she couldn't even recognize her mom.
0: Yeah. No, it's fucked. There's just like I feel like you're supposed to assume a lot of things happened to Morgan. In order to feel better about Morgan, or Misty. I say Morgan Misty's situation, but like I said, like there's no evidence for it. There's no. She took on Larry as an apprentice. <laughs> She's unforgivable and she <laughs> deserves no better than death. <laughs>
2: gabble, 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 gabble. <laughs> I mean, a lot happened to her. She took on Larry as
0: an apprentice. That is kind of a big one, but. No, from what we, to be fair, we know of Larry. She might not have taken him on. Larry glued himself on. I'll give you that. But yeah, I was just thinking about that. That's I honestly all. thought you said what's going to fuck me up, and I thought I was afraid you were going to say like Phoenix Wright is the worst villain of the entire series. <laughs> a close. I said Misty is the worst villain of the entire series. <laughs> I was just ready. I was just ready for you to throw Phoenix under a bus of things I couldn't. I had not prepared myself. I'm for. sorry. I'll
2: I'll start thinking now about how Phoenix is the worst villain. We can come back to <laughs> it. Right. I'm sure there's a way. He
0: made Miles feel all those unnecessary feelings. He has feelings. Highlander
2: powers, and yet he continues to not be Superman. He just, like, is a lawyer. And right? now his
0: back is broken. He doesn't have them anymore. Oh, you're right. He
2: got hit by a car and just did a flip and walked off. <laughs> I'm
0: saying he could have used his powers for good. Kevin, do you have any final thoughts on these matters of bad people and villainy? Speaking of bad people, do you want to delete someone from Ace Attorney?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do. We were just talking about him.
0: It doesn't smell.
1: It's always the butts.
0: It's always the butts.
1: Of course, this is ironic. I don't have a sense of smell. But, so in other words, I cannot detect Larry.
2: <laughs> it's, that's a, that's a huge risk for you. <laughs> yeah. I have to live your life in fear. I,
1: like, I, I, I get rid of him. I get rid of Larry.
2: And so I, I did go back to our episode and re-listen to it about when you mentioned Larry, because we had talked about Larry a little bit. Because the thinking there is, if you delete Larry, the class trial never happens, and Phoenix never becomes a lawyer. Um, and Stephanie's response to that was, "I'm sure he would have become a lawyer some other fucking way. Just get rid of him." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's what i was saying. It's like we're 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 going to try and keep the the existence of the series here.
2: I mean, ideally, but we had some where we destroyed the existence of the series and it became a cool and interesting different series. (laughs) Like, if Red White didn't exist and Mia lived, it's a cool and interesting different series. Well,
1: no, I mean, like, the series still, because, like, you had had said to me, like, oh, if there's no Larry, he doesn't become a lawyer. That, to me, is, like, so far off of Phoenix existing, unless he had some other dream as a child that he could pursue.
0: He Uh, did go to art school.
1: You're right. All right. So, Phoenix, (laughs) right, ace artist. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right so you have to present paint oils brushes (laughs) to your canvas in order to make up a picture
2: so here's a let's let's roll with this for a second though phoenix phoenix does not become a lawyer instead he becomes an artist
0: who does he who who minored in law who minored in law
2: who can he still run into throughout the series like i mean if he what if he became like a sketch artist for the cops. <laughs> and he's still illegal.
0: Oh.
1: Well, think about this though. Does the entire situation with Dahlia still occur?
0: He was in the law library looking at files to look about Miles Edgeworth, I believe, is what he was working on when he ran into Dahlia. As part of his Save Edgeworth project, <laughs> yes. He was working on Save <laughs> Edgeworth. So like, yes, he still would have been there for his law miner to save Edgeworth.
2: Yeah, because he did do the law minor, and if Larry doesn't exist, Edgeworth still goes to um manfred like yeah that still happened edgeworth is untouched by larry however (laughs) good edgeworth made a big impression on phoenix at the class trial so are phoenix and edgeworth even friends Hmm. because the the larry is the reason the money got stolen at the class trial but edgeworth is the one who saved him at the class trial and that's how they became friends
1: I mean, is it's very possible that Edgeworth would have done something else impressive to Phoenix over the over the years.
2: Potentially. I
1: mean, the guy has no chill.
2: <laughs> yeah. Entirely true. And I we think, can hand wave it. Like, yes, Edgeworth and Phoenix are I think
0: they would have probably found a way to still be friends. Because I don't think... I think there was enough time between that class trial and Edgeworth disappearing for them to have somehow formed a friendship. Because, like, first graders have to do a lot of, like everyone pair up and let's play, you know, kind of garbage where like, or like do projects together or recess. Like they would have talked eventually. Yeah. And I think they would have become friends. I think it would have been probably less energetic without Larry around, but I think they would have probably be had a friendship. Edgeworth becomes, a, you know, gets adopted by Manfred. He disappears. Phoenix has no friends now. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might've probably had other friends, but he would probably still become an artist minor in law. Cause he probably still cares about Edward to some capacity to care. Mm-hmm. So things with Dahlia would still happen.
2: The, so, th- interestingly, he could still become a lawyer at that point if we wanted him to. Because he could have been... Mot- like, he was motivated by Mia's uh, zealous defense of him mm-hmm. eh, to become a lawyer also. So, I mean, if we want to scrap Larry and have him still become a lawyer, this is the turning point where Mia is the one who causes him to become a lawyer. That's true. Instead and now, of Larry.
1: Now we don't need Larry at all.
2: Right. But, Although many cases don't get solved without Larry.
1: But also, a lot of cases don't start without Larry.
2: Correct. <laughs> yes. I mean,
1: he... Well, so well... okay. I guess maybe they would... Uh, they would still happen, but Edgeworth Phoenix
0: wouldn't know about might them. still... Edgeworth might die without Larry, actually. In the Gordy... Like, the late Gordy case where he gets framed for shooting someone, he blows up the steel samurai balloon, which causes Lada's camera to go off, which causes, like, photographic evidence of things. So if Larry's not there to fuck all that up... Larry also testifies in that case. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Without all that shit, Edgeworth could very well hang. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, it's you got me there. Hmm. So, like, it is, like, I mean, like, but the let's... cases could be completely restructured, you know, without an existence of Larry. The other
2: thing is, um... Maya also hangs because Larry is not there to draw the picture of the bridge on fire with the girl flying over it in the Godot case.
1: But 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 if this is now Phoenix Wright Ace Artist
2: then, like, He yeah. can draw
1: the pictures to himself.
2: So if we like let's spin it instead, instead of of uh, Phoenix becomes an attorney and also maybe Edgar dies, like like let's spin it as Phoenix doesn't become a lawyer, he stays an artist.
1: But still minoring in law.
2: Minoring in law I do think, like, Phoenix could become the sidekick in this case. Um, or we could follow Phoenix as he
0: tangentially has to be related to all these cases. <laughs> Either oh, like, like a, Almost like a murder she wrote situation where every time you show up, someone dies. And that feels I, bad too. And that happens to him now as a lawyer. Imagine if it happened to him as a hapless artist. Like, Drew
2: Me- he could go apprentice under Drew <laughs> Like, like, bing, we're here, you know?
0: He could just kinda of play poker and accidentally adopt a daughter all the time, you know, like
2: Yeah, well, that stuff could happen anyway.
0: Yeah, so I guess it would just be it would be a different series, but I think it could still happen.
2: I think it could still happen. Edgeworth commissions him to paint something in his office when shit goes
0: down. <laughs> you know when Jack Sports comes and keeps flipping his coat on and off.
2: Yeah. It would be a lot more hapless is what I'm saying. And I do think he would have to be a sketch artist for the police sometimes. Like that could just be something he does for money.
0: I'm down for that actually. Didn't
1: yeah, he bring some exciting new mechanics into the game? We gotta try and recreate the scenes you're looking at with the with the uh what do you call it? The,
2: the stylus. The, the stylus. It could be like Okami. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I think that'd be a fun game though. And
1: but think about this one. So Apollo Justice wise, like why why would he have to get into that? He like he can't lose his um law degree and be disgraced from lawyering if he's not a lawyer. He just continues to be a hapless artist, that whole thing doesn't happen.
2: Well, he would if would he still be playing poker in the basement against Trucy's biological dad?
1: Probably not. I mean he could wind up there due to unrelated reasons.
2: Yeah, so he would
0: never have like Trucy would never be a factor then. It mm. would I would say it would change like the whole structure of the dark age of the law, except his attorney pretends that doesn't happen. <laughs> well... <laughs>
2: Trucy could still be a factor if he is a police, he's a police sketch artist, and he's on the clock and he sees them bring in, um, Zach Grammaray, who's been found, or he's either Zach doesn't escape, mm-hmm. or he's found guilty, um, and either way, Trucy is crying and parentless in a police station, he could still adopt tr- like i mean things could happen just like completely this is a very strange au fanfiction is <laughs> what sort it of because yeah. like it's like we could still hit all
0: the beats but we got to force them in different ways yeah i still think it would be an interesting fun game that way so fuck off larry <laughs> It's, it's exactly. my verdict on that one i think we'd get more gumshoe if we did too oh
2: yeah
1: That'd be good cuz you could basically be his sidekick yeah it's just Phoenix and Gumshoe going to crime scenes and drawing stuff.
2: That'd be fun. Eating, I'd play like that.
1: Eating noodles under a bridge.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're both broke now.
1: <laughs> Heck yeah.
0: More broke than Phoenix already is. Yeah, we just, I think we would have never, we would never meet Apollo, really, I think, or Athena. I think, like, we'd lose, we'd lose some characters, I think, ultimately, though, like.
1: That's true. They probably have to be replaced by other sidekicks. Like, this is, this is a world where just, like, Vera become... Sidekick to Phoenix as an artist?
0: I do know. Vera doesn't leave the house, so probably not. Fair enough. Vera would be like your, your oracle or whatever from
2: Batman. Like, Vera would be like the kid from Kim Possible who calls you on the... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Vera would be like your information person because <laughs> she never leaves the house. But... I think you could still meet Apollo because of that. Drew Micham drew all of Apollo's cases underneath his paintings for some reason that's never explained. To Beck.
0: <laughs> yeah, you just like you would just like see him like for a case. He would be of, like, like a side character. Yeah, yeah, he would not be a major character. But I don't think like we couldn't save Blackwell. Like, no, there no. really isn't like I mean, you could force these things like we said, right? But I well,
1: mean, so but what if I mean that inevitable. whole that whole situation like with Athena and Blackwell could happen of its own accord. Right? Like, Phoenix doesn't have to get involved in that.
0: Right. I mean, like, in, in terms of, like, gameplay, I would say. Oh, that's, like,
1: as far as what we witness.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like...
2: Or you could, because you're in the Space Center. Having... Trying to have a day off, you go to the Space Center, and that's when...
0: And there's a girl unconscious behind the, the, behind some shit. Because, well, well,
2: that's when the hostage situation happens, because remember, Trucy is in there, and, right. and Blackwell's sister takes everyone hostage in order to buy more time for the case. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I've realized that the easiest way to get Phoenix involved is to just replace Larry with Phoenix in all of these <laughs> scenarios. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Which yeah. sucks, because by destroying Larry, I've made a new Larry.
0: You've made it more enjoyable, Larry. Yeah, that's true. Because Phoenix is still more enjoyable and is a more fleshed out personality and also doesn't want to marry women he sees in having a wedding with someone else. But. Yeah,
1: Jesus. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of scenarios would be averted by the fact that phoenix doesn't suck as much as larry does it's true but but we could just arbitrarily get him involved in those things the same way that larry does
2: yeah yeah i think that sounds fun i'd play that game so what are we gonna do next time (laughs) oh shit we don't have homework that's a good homework question for our our
0: audience
1: have you done something like this before uh pick a character and turn them into an enemy prosecutor
0: (laughs) that's fun that's fun no we haven't done that so pick any like any character or any ace attorney character and make him a prosecutor.
1: Fuck it, any character. <laughs> so I
0: want Sonic the Hedgehog before they redesigned him.
1: I mean, okay, fine. E- easy easy mode version of the question is any ace attorney character. Any
2: non-prosecutor ace attorney character. Yeah, that's right.
1: Someone who's not already a prosecutor, what if they're a prosecutor? How does that go? Uh and then like
2: Hard
0: mode hard, is hard featuring mode. Dante from Double <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right, I'm into it. Yeah. All right. Well, you can always send those questions, the, the your questions for us, and then answers to our questions for us at at gmail.com or on our Tumblr, we Or on Podbean. Right? And now Spotify. And now
2: Spotify. <laughs> and maybe if I get to sh- my shit together, we'll be on Stitcher, but I don't know
0: what that is. <laughs> Just um, another app. Just another app.
2: Yeah. So find us in all of those places. Um, thanks Dark Shadow Rage 2 off the YouTubes for the use of our theme
0: song Hey Pal and Detective Gumshoe Remix. Thanks, Michelle or Shadow Maestro, for the garbage at the end of this. You got it. And uh rate and review us on Ample Podcasts. That'd be fun. Kevin, where are you from? Where can they find you?
1: What, like by like on the internet?
2: Yeah. Yeah. If you, I mean, this is the part where you pimp things, I guess. So. Yeah,
1: okay. So we've got Dr. Gamon podcast. You could look that up and all the same things that Michelle just said. Probably. Uh, <laughs> we're on Twitter at Dr. Gaimancast. D R Cast. It's not ideal, but it's what we have. Uh, and that's it.
2: All right. That's all I got. Thanks for coming. Thanks
0: for being on the show.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks. In the meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Michelle. And I'm Kim. And that was Object to This, so why don't you object to that? We started and made a list of all the things that we had. Down the box the table, tossed to kiss stops in your diaries. I remember all.